Hey guys, it's Kim and Erica. We're so excited to finally see each other this year. Hey. We have both come down with the crud. And <laughs> so, so we've been nesting in our own little uh, restorative mode for the past week. Yeah, so if we sound just a tad congested, it's uh, likely because we are. <laughs> so we're really excited not only to see you, but to be back together again because we've missed each other. <laughs> I have missed you a whole bunch, Kim. I've and missed I, you too. We keep saying podcast when are we gonna when are we gonna record again next and so um we just decided to make it happen because honestly as i'm sure all of you listeners out there know and feel for yourself every day that if you don't actually get it on the calendar then life just speeds right by you and so kim and i put it on the calendar and so here we are today and we have a really great topic to talk about today for you all i'm sure you're all kind of feeling this vibe right now yourselves I agree. I um, it, So 2020, it's really interesting. I mean, I usually don't buy into the New Year's resolutions and like that whole, um, you know, setting... New year, new you. Yeah, like all that stuff. But I, you know, I don't know what it is about 2020, but it has such good vibes for me. Totally for me too. Yeah. And I don't know if it's related to the fact that I was super done with 2019 and I just could not wait for that year to be done. But I also think it was an interesting shift. Maybe it's because of the age we are now that you really can take a look back at the last decade and think about how much you've grown, how far you've come, everything you've experienced in the last 10 years and how you can take what you've learned and what you know has come into your life and really put it to use for the positive for the next decade to come, which is, I'm excited because I think the 2020s are gonna be a phenomenal decade. Yeah, I agree with you. I I feel like um, 2019, it was just like, let's get it done at the very end. Yeah, <laughs> can, we just, right. can we just wrap this baby up and put it to bed, yeah. please? <laughs> you know? And because um, we both had huge stuff, huge stuff going on. And it's funny because I feel um, like I want to set good goals. Yep. I want to have really, really um, intentional things happening for me this year. I think that I'm in this restorative mode. And so it's kind of ironic that, I, that we both got this crud because it has caused me to bed rest, to really pause and to just sit down and take that time to really consider what this awesome energy in this year is um, gonna be is forming. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It, it feels amazing, and I just want to put the wheels on the road in the right way. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm so feeling that myself, and I'm really excited. For me, one of the great things to kick off a new year. I'm really excited. Um, that Kim actually hosted this at her house a couple weekends ago um, because it's something that I have done with a group of other group of women when I lived in a different community and um, it's a vision boarding party and I'm sure many of you listeners at home have heard about a vision board or maybe have even done them before but what's interesting is I haven't done one in a couple of years and I used to do them religiously and it's fascinating to look back on those past vision boards and see kind of what you've come up with. But I haven't done it in a couple years. And I realized when Kim asked me, hey, come on over, we're doing this vision board thing, that 
I've kind of felt a little lost the last couple of years. I haven't had some big goals or kind of big long-term plans. And I thought when Kim asked me, I thought, you know what? I wonder if that had something to do with it. Mm -hmm. So I was super excited when you, you know, pinged me and said, Hey, come on over on Saturday afternoon. We're going to do this thing. And I thought, Oh gosh, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, not only an opportunity to meet and connect with some incredible women here in our community, um, and spend an afternoon just socializing, but also an opportunity to really think about your life. And so Kim, I don't know, maybe you want to talk more about what that is, uh, for those of you out there who don't know and kind of how it played out for us. Yeah. And it, it, the cool thing about a vision board party is, or gathering, you know, I was calling it a gathering because the party sounded so like so much pressure. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> after 2019, I don't think I'm ever going to call anything a party. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, Part of my year this year is building community, deepening my connection with my community. And so for some reason, the term gathering just speaks to me a lot more than um, the expectations of the balloons and things like it's that. It's a party! Yeah, and so, um, yeah, I was the same way. I was really vibing on it, really needing it. Um, like I said before, I, I, I want to burn that, that old year and, and just channel this new energy into good visuals. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of ways you can do it. If you have something in mind, you can already make a list of things that you, you know, already want to focus on. And then you can find pictures to represent those things. Or you can flip through magazines and see if something inspires you and just cut out and, um, and find things that kind of represent something that that's really triggering you to a good place in, yeah, your, in so, your new year. So you put together basically, I mean, um, we had like basic, basically what amounts to half of a poster board per right. person and a huge stack of magazines. Everybody contributed and you kind of flip through them and look through them and pull out. I personally like the kind of taking the tack of, I don't, I kind of have an idea of what I want to do, but I'm just going to be inspired by what calls to me. And I just rip pages out of magazines <laughs> yeah. with wild abandon. Mm-hmm. I have no idea sometimes why it's calling to me or why I like what it's saying. I just unedited and un, you know, I'm unscrupulous about what I take out. Just if it's interesting or calling to me, I, I rip it out of the magazine. I put it in a little pile. Mm-hmm. And then when I have a quiet moment or later that day or sometimes a week later, mm-hmm. I go back to my little pile and I look through it and I think, hmm, what was this all about? What's kind of coming together? What's bubbling to the surface? What do I want to represent on my board? And mm-hmm. then I cut them out and I affix them with glue or whatever. Yeah. And then I like to hang it in my closet, something like that. It's a private space mm-hmm. that I get to look at every day. And remind myself of, oh, right, that's what you want to manifest for yourself for this year. It's this 30,000 foot view of, you know, the, the, the long range view of your life this year. We get so easily stuck in the, the day-to-day rat race of, I got to do this. I have to drop the kids off. I have to go grocery shopping. I have work to do. Um, that we rarely stop to think about what our goals are mm-hmm. and what we want to accomplish. What would feel good at the end of the year if you can say, yeah, I did that. And it could be something as simple as p- 
putting a picture of trees just to be in nature more. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it doesn't I, have to be a massive goal. Right. Like a big check. It doesn't have to uh, necessarily be something like that. Just a little more intention in how we we live our daily life, but there, you know, there might be a travel picture or something like that. But it, um, anyway, it was a great activity. Um, it, what's so fascinating, um, for those of you that have done this with a group of people is what I love the fact that some people can't have white space on their board. Like they have to cover every, every, Oh, I can't have every white space. Bit. I have failed at my vision board yeah. personally, if I have white space. And I have lots of white space <laughs> because it's not symmet- like it's very asymmetrical and it's very messy and it's, you know, some diagonals. And I, so f- for me, it's really funny. I leave space in order to fill space. Interesting. And so, but I love that you can see part of people's personalities. Absolutely. Right? When you look at all of these boards Yeah, together. absolutely. Some people are incredibly linear and they <laughs> yes. cut things out with right edges, you know, square absolutely. edges. And some people are just free form and they mm-hmm. draw and color all over it. <laughs> And I'm all, I always look and like, oh, wow, I just learned something about you. <laughs> yeah. After not, not just what they're envisioning for themselves, but the way that they go about creating and crafting their vision of their life uh-huh. is always very fascinating. It yes, is. It's a very fun activity. It is. And, and especially to do with, um, with you know, new friends and old friends. And, yeah. yeah. So, so I would really encourage you to, you know, it's not... The month's not over yet. Do it right. for uh, sometime in January. Absolutely. See if you can sit down and even if even with one or two friends, you know, or or do it yourself. Do yeah. a collage on your computer, even and print it. There's lots of ways to do it. Yeah, exactly. And I I agree with Kim. I encourage everybody to try to take a couple of moments to go through. You know, it's really just two hours, uh, three hours. I mean, it can take a longer time if you want, mm-hmm. but. Just to focus on that with some dear friends or new friends, as you said, Kim, um, is really, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about self-care in this podcast, and it's, it's kind of the quintessential self-care, mm-hmm. is to really be intentional about what do, you want to, what do you want to do this year, and big and small, you know, changes person, your personal life, or things you want to accomplish, and things you want to um, check off your, your bucket list. Yeah. Right. It's any and everything in between. So, um, the vision board is a great way to start. So Kim, when you did your vision board, um, if you're you know willing to share with us, <laughs> what are a couple of things that, um, you'd like to see manifest for yourself? You'd like to manifest for yourself in this year. So I definitely recognize that I need, um, more nature. I need to get out in nature more. So I'm surrounded by beautiful nature where I live, um, but I need to get out in it. I need to hike more or run more or get my dogs out more. I need to, I need to be out in nature more. So one of the goals that I have on there is to, to do a backpack trip this year. Ah, uh, me too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Maybe we yeah. do one together yes. with my son, <laughs> with yeah. my boy. Uh-huh. I'd like to do one. Yeah. So I'll definitely... Um, do a backpack trip. I'm really excited about that. I need to get my... I um, knew I liked you. <laughs> my reading back on. Uh, uh, yes. I mean, I'm just like the audible Are we queen the same person. <laughs> I know. And I need to read some text. 
So now I have my new LASIK eyes. I can um, use them for reading. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yes, that's so, so awesome. Congratulations <laughs> on accomplishing that goal for yourself already. Yeah, that was a good one. So it's interesting because as you and I had talked earlier, I guess it was probably in December, one of the things that I thought would be on my goal board, I had to stop myself. Here's where a boundary, I had to set a boundary right off the bat was to do the half marathon. So we had talked about that, Yep. right? And boy, I got like two or three runs in and I said, no, 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 this is not. <laughs> and it's not that I don't like to run. Yeah. It's just that is not where my goals were. Yeah. And it felt so um, trudging and unna- like, like there was no passion behind it whatsoever. Mm. And so I really had to self-check and say, listen, you know, you can't even do the basics of what you want in your weekly schedule. So right. why are you adding something that, that isn't even supporting you know, those, those basics. Right. That you may end up actually feeling worse about yourself (laughs) if you put it out there because then all of a sudden you're failing at that too. Mm -hmm. Right. Because we tend to do that with ourselves. We think we, we overload our plates and then we get down on ourselves when we can't accomplish everything that we've set out to accomplish for ourselves. So that's a really interesting point about this vision board is it is designed and the idea of thinking about your year is to think about, well, what do you want to accomplish and to set out fervently in the direction of your goals, Mm -hmm. but also to check yourself about overdoing it, what's reasonable and sustainable Mm -hmm. and what do you really want to do? I mean, I think that's a really great counterpoint to the whole new year's resolution, new year, new you ethos that happens on this cycle every year. Um, because then, you know, you end up, people feel bad about themselves yeah. for giving up on these quote unquote goals when they haven't actually taken the time to think about why they want to do that in the first place. And do they have the capacity to invest the time and energy to really attain that goal in the first place? The funny thing is, is when I stopped enough to self-check, I was like, okay, people pleaser, not your goal. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Right. And if I had had my vision board probably put together at that point, I could have just gone to the vision board and said, ah, not on there. Not my goal. (laughs) What the hell am I doing? (laughs) Right. Why did I sign up for that? Yeah. Like all these other things is where I want to channel my energy. So the funny thing, and we've talked about creativity before, um, is Right when I gave that up and I felt good, I just felt so solid about saying no and shutting that down, my creativity came right back and it was so wonderful, you know, because I just started channeling into my artistic nature right off the bat because I had such a sense of relief. So it was really wonderful. That's really interesting. I know. And I've seen some of your doodles <laughs> with some of your musings about different cool art projects that you're considering and and uh, that's one of the things I love about you is your creativity and your willingness to explore that. Um, it, it doesn't come as easily to me. And so I'm always in awe of people who have much more of an artistic inclination. I'm much more linear and, uh, you know, kind of engineering minded than the artistic mind. And so I was excited to see you start to dive more into that. So um, I think that's why I would be a bad art teacher. Because I'm like, of course. 
course. Why, why can't you think this way? Everyone thinks this way. Not just quite as easy. <laughs> just turn on that creativity. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. Funny. It's one of my weaknesses for sure. Well, I'm excited to see what you come up with as the year progresses mm-hmm. in terms of those things for you. So nature, creativity, reading. Yeah, one of my other things, now that my home is done with the remodel, I'm going to channel into my garden. So now it gets out into the outside spaces so that we can really take advantage of those, of those things and the, and the nature, you know, that you that, have around you, that I have around me. Right. You don't uh-huh. have to go on an epic hike. Mm-hmm. You can go outside your front door, Yeah, you know, and enjoy it out there. Yeah. And listeners, if you don't know Kim, she has an amazing garden. And so a little bit self-serving on my end. Uh, I'm excited that she's getting into her garden too. <laughs> yeah, every time I have to buy mint, I'm like, oh, what? Like, what? It just makes me crazy. <laughs> I'm like, mint is a weed. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I buying this? Yeah. Like, it just makes me bonkers. So, um, yeah, that, that's, the, that's the new focus this year is to get those outside spaces thriving, happy, and um, with the new remodel, it's like the inside feels so great. Yeah. Right? It just feels so amazing. I want the outside to reflect that same, that same nature. Yeah. Um, so that is one of the other things. Two trips abroad, I would like to leave the country twice this year. Mm-hmm. Seems like we're pretty good at leaving twice, twice a year at least. Um, we have such a similar list. <laughs> I know. You haven't even seen it. I should pull it yeah. out. You can take a look at it. So, yeah, I didn't put an airplane, but I think I put some something that definitely indicates, uh, you know, going abroad in some way <laughs> for sure, which is good. And then, um, gosh, what was the one thing, um, it, you know, similar to the topic of our podcast, it was embracing myself as what was it? Embracing myself as a true woman or there's some quote that I cut out and I, I feel like I have taken such a a really nice pathway into feeling really confident in, in myself and who I am as a person, accepting my weaknesses, accepting my strengths. And I, I want to find more, um, I guess pride around that. Pride is maybe the wrong word, but um, just embracing that that's who I am. Yeah. And that's okay to be that way. Yeah. And I think because I live in a household of men, love my men, they're awesome, but there is, you know, there's a lot of times, um, which is is really telling more about me, um, that I just feel like they all think I'm crazy because I'm the woman in the house. Right. And so I just want to own, I want to own my skin more. Right. Um, the and, way you think and the way you live uh-huh. in the world, it's yeah. different from theirs, from the way they experience the world, which Absolutely. is 100% true. Mm-hmm. And uh, that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's, that is uh, on my vision board as well. Interesting. Is to really... Um, really be fair to myself more and not discount my own emotions or desires just because I'm not being, um, support is not the right word, but you know, like that, that I'm not fitting into the guy club. Right. Um, so, so I love that because I feel, it feels good. Yeah. It feels really good. And it's my own journey. It's not anything that my family needs to change. 
it's just how I show up for my own life every day. Yeah, you know, that's it. Again, it's really interesting how similar our lists are. We definitely have some, there are some areas where we diverge, but um, for me as well, one of the things, I was in a real funk at the end of 19. Yes, you were. <laughs> yeah. Like in a real funk, like real funk. Yeah. And almost in a place where I had never been so deep and dark. And one of the things that I realized was that I wasn't really living my life. I was going through the motions of my life, but I was, I was, I think this is something I'm sure all of our listeners are familiar with you. You live for the people that you love. Mm -hmm. And I'm fairly recently remarried within two years. And so that's still kind of, you know, honeymoon phase. And what I realized was that I wasn't taking really good care of myself because I was always trying to fit into the schedule of my kids, but but more importantly, of my amazing husband who has a slightly different schedule, even down on the day, you know, day to day and on the weekends than that I would normally have if I were on my own. So perfect example, I like to wake up early and I like to work out and Sean likes to wake up and sleep in a little bit, have coffee in bed. He wants to sit with me in bed and have coffee and talk, which is amazing. And I love to do that. And I've spent two years doing that. But what that's meant is that a lot of times, you know, he works out at the gym during lunch every day, but that doesn't fit in my day. That doesn't work in my day because Mm -hmm. my day just looks different. And so I basically have struggle with fitting in exercise for myself. Mm -hmm. So I felt this push pull between, well, shoot, my husband really wants me to hang out with him and I want to honor that. But I also want to honor myself by taking the time for myself in the morning. And so one of the first things I did was I talked to my husband said, Hey babe, I love you. And this has been awesome and fun. And we both really enjoyed the last couple of years and don't take it personally, but I got to do me. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to start doing things on my schedule. Mm -hmm. And I know you may want me to do X, Y, and Z on the weekends, but maybe that works and I want to do it, but but maybe I want to do something else. Mm -hmm. And maybe I need to take time for myself. And it may conflict with your vision of what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. And kind of to find my own footing and stand in my own space about what I needed to feel good about me in my life as I move through because the happier I am with me and my life, the better partner I'm gonna be and the better mother I'm gonna be and the better friend I'm gonna be. And I really realized that I kind of lost myself in that, which is something that I witness all the time and I think intellectually would think, well, I I wouldn't do that, that's (laughs) not me. But then I realized like, oh, wait, that really was me. Mm -hmm. And so for me, Standing in my own space was also one of my commitments for, I don't want to say 2020. It was just for, for forever, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I, I recognized I was doing that and now I'm going to make a shift and, um, and I'm going to start with January and start with moving forward. And I, I started with, um, for me, some of my goals for this year 
are, again, to focus on myself, which includes my health. So I'm doing a dry January. I, this is my third time doing it. It's day 15. And actually, it's the 15th of, the, of January, but I started three days early just because I was ready. <laughs> um, done with the holidays, ready to move on from that. Started early. And man, what a difference it makes for me. And I love wine, and I love cocktails, <laughs> yeah. and I love socializing. But I realized that, you know, it just, honestly, it was making me grumpy. Mm-hmm. And it was making me emotionally uneasy, and I wasn't sleeping as well. So that was one thing I was gonna change. I started, unlike you, so this is one place we diverge, I love running. Mm-hmm. Love running. And it is my, man, it is my therapy. Mm-hmm. Whether it's on the, my ridiculous old treadmill in my garage, and I'm watching terrible TV on my, you know, ancient iPad, and but I get out there and I, go through three or four miles, or I go run on the trails and get outside, it clears my head and emotionally stabilizes me. And so my goal is actually to run three half marathons Mm -hmm. this year. Mm -hmm. So I actually started yesterday or a couple days ago, and I've plotted out my training schedule on my calendar. I have one in April, I have one in June, and then one in November. And so I'm really excited about that. It's a super simple training program, nothing fancy, Mm -hmm. but it gives me something to look forward to and a goal, a physical goal. And I really need that for myself Mm -hmm. to kind of stay motivated. So that's one thing. And then I've also been doing the whole 30 for the month of January. So for me, I needed to refocus on what I eat Mm -hmm. and put some intention towards how I'm fueling my body Mm -hmm. because I definitely get off balance if I kind of go off the deep end and do whatever I want like I had all holiday season and before then and you know I've been fortunate that I haven't in my life had to really monitor but I'm getting older and that isn't you know kind of staying fit isn't as easy as it was. Yeah. And I just don't feel as good. Yeah. And so I've been doing this whole 30 program. Again, I'm on day 15 of it. Um, not 100, 100% compliant, but I'd say 95%. And again, the changes that I feel are really reaffirming That's that wonderful. this is what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. And so I feel really good about that perspective. For me, also just a couple other quick things, reading. Mm-hmm. Two books a month. Mm-hmm. That is not a lot for a lot of people. I look at my mom and my sister. Man, they blow through two weeks, two books a week. <laughs> two books a month for me. Whew, if I can check that off at the end of the month or at the end of the year, I will. That is a huge goal for me, and it helps me to encourage my kids to read more too. Mm-hmm. So um, that's one of my other goals: international travel, at least one trip backpacking with my husband, uh, well, not with my husband because he won't go backpacking, <laughs> with my son. Uh-huh. That's something I've been telling him we're going to do for the last two years. Yeah. And I've just let it, other things take a priority and yeah. I'm not going to do that this year. Mm-hmm. He really wants it. Yeah. And he's ready. And it's and really so, fun. That's a fun really activity fun. to do together. So it's on the list and yeah. I have communicated that to him. And so those are some of my really... Um, my goals and I'm really excited about trying to accomplish them. I, I don't I'm not gonna beat myself up if I don't make it, but I feel like they're reasonable. Yeah. 
Absolutely. they're simple, mm -hmm. they're not too huge, mm -hmm. but yet they all move me in the direction of well-being. Yeah. And that's really the goal. So that I feel really excited about 2020 with that. Mm -hmm. That's really good. That's good. Yeah, I um the funny thing that I noticed about reading is um when I'm sitting down to read a book, I'm actually having to practice. That's how long it's I mean, you know, in the yes. year, but I've been listening to so many audible books that I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I have to grant myself the time to sit and read because I keep feeling like I should be doing something else. Yes. And so it's almost like giving myself permission. That's what I have to practice is no, it's okay. You can sit there and read. Right. It's okay to do it. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm practicing, not reading. I clearly know how to read. <laughs> Although I got to tell you with reading more, one thing I have noticed, my eyesight <laughs> yeah, I know you just had surgery on your eyes, but this girl is getting old over here. At 43, I used to have better than 20-20 vision, and now those glam always, I'm like, where are my glasses? I need my glasses to finish my reading. It's, it's too dark in here. So it's, it's an interesting mortality reminder. But again, it reinforces, oh, you need to start taking better care of yourself. Absolutely. You've been staring yeah. at a computer screen for years. And guess what? Your eyes are paying the price now. Mm -hmm. So your whole body, it's a great kind of reminder of my whole body. Um, things that I took for granted my whole life, I can't take for granted so much anymore. So now's the time to pay attention and start taking good care of myself and emotionally, physically. And so for me, that's, an, that's been an interesting reminder of reading. Um, it's the busy factor but it's also the, the physical and mental health aspect of taking the time for yourself. Yeah, so, it, so the one thing I wanted to talk about, which is interesting, is your morning routine, how you were saying, you know, this is not normally what I do. Right. And it reminds me a lot of the advice I tend to give new moms or, or you know, parents that have young kids. I, it, it's like, if you get everything dialed in and your life is golden and your kid's sleeping and all of that, just wait till the tooth comes in, wait till the fever shows up, wait right. till you go on a trip. Right. And then you're all jacked up. You're going to get back. Daylight savings time, <laughs> forget it. Yeah. So enjoy it in that moment, but just wait because it, right. it, it's not going to last. And so what's funny about that is that happens in our life still today. It's just that we don't have the significance quite as much as like a new tooth or something like that. But it might be like the one morning that you slept in. Right. Right. Or the vacation, you just like went away for the weekend, no big deal. And then all of a sudden you're sleeping in again. Right. Right. So I think that's where the vision board really does help kind of, you know, check in, yeah. keep on track, remember what you're aiming for. Right. Because we get, we, we get our boats rocked so quickly. Right. Um, and it's so easy to be sucked in and pulled in a different direction that isn't the one that is full of intention for you. Mm -hmm. And there are so many different threads pulling at us and ropes or ropes pulling at us in many different directions that it's hard to stay centered on your own two feet and say, nope, actually this is a priority, right? My running in the morning is a priority to me or your reading time is a priority to you. And that yes, there's always a bazillion other things you could be doing mm -hmm. and people you could be talking to and things you could be accomplishing. But 
those things that you set your intention to that you believe are good for you are worth putting at the top of a priority list too. Yeah. They don't need to live at the bottom of the list. <laughs> um, so yeah. <laughs> and it's always, I, I think that the good little litmus test is the people pleasing. Yep. Am I doing this to people please? Yeah. Um, and that, that actually, I'm going to stick that on my vision board. Yeah. I'm going to put it there. Cause, um, that's when I, that's when I start to lose it. When I've committed to something or I'm doing something, I mean, it's, it's okay to like do something supportive, certainly once in a while or to just, you know, sometimes I am stubborn and I'm like, ah, I don't really want to go. And I just kind of need that kick in the butt right, to go. So, so that's, that's certainly one thing, but when you're really not wanting to go right, and you're feeling like crap about the whole situation, um, yeah, it just kind of gives you that ug, like it drains well, your energy. What's right? the saying? If it isn't a hell yes, it's a heck no. <laughs> and so, you know, I think that's a good litmus test, as you were saying. And this actually gets back to what you were talking about earlier in terms of setting boundaries and your running. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if it isn't something that feels good in your body, right, then take a step back and question why you're doing it. Now, not everything in life feels good in your body. As Kim always says, and I love this saying, nobody wants or loves to do the dishes or unload the dishwasher. There are things we need to do that we don't love to do. I know that doing laundry doesn't necessarily feel good in my body, but it's something I need to do. However, when it comes to setting priorities and and any leisure time you do have, or when you look at your day, you can look at it in terms of a pie chart. How much of your day are you dedicating to other people? Mm-hmm. And how much of your day have you set aside for you? And you'll be amazed. It's probably an itty bitty teeny tiny little fraction, maybe an hour. Maybe you might have only carved out 30 minutes for you a day. And that may include your shower, <laughs> right? right? But what that means is guard that time. Mm-hmm. Because that is important time that is important for you to hang on to and to prioritize. Think about how much time you give away to other people and what do you need to do in your very precious tiny sliver of time for yourself that will make you feel good and make you feel that you're standing on your own two feet and then guard that time. And I think people respect that. You know? Yeah. And, and, you know, if you're living in a household where, you know, somebody makes you feel guilty or you feel guilty, I guess no one can make you really feel emotions. Um, but they sure can try. They sure can try. <laughs> <laughs> but we do a pretty good job of just beating ourselves up naturally. Right? Exactly. And, and so if you're in that environment where, you know, you feel crappy because you're, you know, sitting in the bath for 20 minutes or... Or whatever you're taking that time um, to to do whatever is just that that few minutes for you, you know. There was a great activity. I went to this one um, clinic. I am not remembering the name of it, but it was great. You took a 24 hour period. You wrote down, you know, sleep, sleep, wake up, like what you're doing each hour, and then it's like family, family. <laughs> Me, family, flam, you know, work. errands, work, right. whatever. And boy, you go through that activity and you can see 
Like that's the paper you hand to someone who might be making you feel like crap for just sitting there for 20 minutes staring at a wall. Yep. <laughs> it's like, I, I, it's all good. And maybe it's that's a good. great place to start when we're talking about moving into the new year um, is evaluating and doing an audit of your own time, mm-hmm. of your own calendar. In fact, I was listening to a podcast recently. It was from Rachel Hollis. And uh, one of the things she talked about for moving into the new year that she likes to do is she looks at her calendar from the year before and she puts everything into three different categories. I'm paraphrasing here, but it's basically things that I absolutely love. That was awesome. I want to do it again. Things that were absolutely worth my time and energy and investment, whether I loved it or didn't love it, it was worth my, in my energy. Mm-hmm. And then things that were an absolute waste of time. Don't ever want to do that again. Why would I ever spend time on that again? Mm-hmm. And she said, what's really interesting is then as you move into your new year, it gives you this perspective. And she goes through every month. And of course she probably has like, you know, 25 different assistants, but <laughs> you know, who fill out her calendar, but it was an interest. She said, it's really interesting to divvy up and look at what the percentages are mm-hmm. and how much time you actually waste and spend on things that bring zero benefit and fulfillment to you. And that when you're making your choices for the next year on, should you do that again? You know, maybe you think your business, you know, in your business, how you should take that meeting, you should do that engagement, you should, you know, go to that party, whatever it is. (laughs) When you recall, wait a minute, I did this last year and it stunk and I never wanted to do that again. So it helps you inform your choices moving Mm -hmm. forward. And so starting with an audit of where you are, whether it's just your day or whether it's your whole year, helps give you some really good information about where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it takes some time, and you have to set aside time to do that for yourself, but it's an interesting exercise. So that's another takeaway for our listeners out there, that if you're looking for some way to kind of wrap your head around where you are and where you want to go, and you're not sure where to start, Start with an audit of your day. Where do you spend your time? Mm-hmm. What works? What doesn't? Um, how much time do you have for yourself? And then what do you, what do you want to do for you? Yeah, and I love that activity because I certainly had um, uh, probably, what, two years ago, a, a big crossroads in my life. You know, I had done the class mom. I had done the PTA president. I had killed myself volunteering and being there and trying to like buy into the idea that I had to be there for my kids, right? And um, probably about two years ago, when I heard my own dialogue, I love that you said, should do this, should do that, right? Right. So we've said, shoulding all over yourself. That's shoulding all (laughs) over yourself. Shoulding. FCC. And, uh, And I finally realized, you know what? I go to these school meetings and I feel like crap, and I feel like it's a waste of time, and I don't feel like I can really contribute anything that really matters or certainly doesn't add to my life, my family, or my boys' you know, enhancement of their education. And so I just had to get really real with myself, and when I did that, it created space for my own joy. Yeah. Because instead of doing that draining 
activity, I allowed myself to replace that activity with something that was really wonderful. That was fulfilling. <laughs> yeah. And that's not to say for some people out there or some other listeners, you know, maybe being super involved in your kid's school brings you joy and makes you feel fulfilled because you have the capacity and, you know, to make a big change for kids uh, in your, at your children's school or, or whatever it is that you're involved in. If it brings you joy and fulfillment, and it keep did. doing it. It did for years. Yeah. No, I loved it. I mean, it, yeah, I'm, I'm certainly not knocking the involvement. I just recognized that it was my time to not be doing that anymore. Yeah. You know, um, I absolutely loved doing all that time. I loved all the projects and all the involvement that I had with the kids. And, and at the time, they, they appreciated it and recognized it and benefited from it. But now but everything older, changes. Yeah. yeah everything like, changes yeah. and grow, growth <laughs> and evolution of right. not just our families, but of ourselves. And what used to serve you won't necessarily always serve you. And it's important to check in. And that's one reason why doing a vision board or doing an audit or just a check-in with yourself is to say, is all of this that I'm doing serving me? What can I let go of? What, what new things can I bring in that I think might be fulfilling for me? Because you're not the same person you were a year ago. Mm-hmm. You're certainly not the same person you were 10 years ago when the last decade started. Mm-hmm. And so allow yourself the space for growth. And it's exciting to think about how far you've come and how you've changed. And, I, and, I, and it's okay to let go of things that you've outgrown and people you've outgrown and taking that moment for yourself. You know, Kim and I started brainstorming this idea by, you know, the, this concept that we don't, there really isn't so much significance about a new year, right? right? right. January, there's nothing special about January, especially January 1. You know, you can completely do an <laughs> audit on you know, November 12th, if you want to and re-envision and start to shift and change your life on November 12th. Mm -hmm. But there is something in our kind of our, our cultural mix about this, uh, fresh start. Mm -hmm. And so you can fresh start at any minute of any day of the whole year that you want to, but there is something to kind of everybody having this idea of, okay, there is a turnover. And when you have a turnover, it's a great time to look back where you've come from and kick off where you want to go. And you can do that at any point. So it's, it's, um, we encourage you to take stock of where you are and where you want to go. It's an exciting opportunity to do that right now. We encourage you to take some of the exercises we've shared with you uh, today in this podcast and maybe even some inspiration from our goals that we've shared and our experiences. And, you know, we hope that you go out into your world, go forth and, and figure out what do you want for yourself this year? It's going to be a great year. I feel it. Do you feel it? I do. No, I totally feel it. And I personally am going to encourage you to set a goal or an intention that you can't check, check a box off of. Ah, there you go. You can't say, I accomplished that. See, that's hard for me. I love check boxes. Right. <laughs> but love yourself more. Right. Right? Invest in yourself more. Become more creative. 
um, join a club, right? Do, you know, make a new friend, something like that. But try to aim for at least one or two items that you can't just check it off and call it done. Right. Something that will invest in you, enhance your life, enhance your soul, enhance your spirit, a yep. new experience. Yep. You know, um, so that I would encourage you to pursue for your new year. Um, so I hope that you really enjoyed our topic today, thinking about setting, you know, intention into your new year. Um, if you missed January, if you didn't set some goals for, you know, the beginning of this month or whatever, shoot for February. Really start to uh, keep an open eye for what might draw your attention or what might intrigue you into maybe making a change in your life. Um, but most of all, let's make it an amazing 2020 because there is so much energy behind this year. Everyone I meet, they are energized by what this year is. It's really yeah. an amazing vibe. Yep. So thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Feel free to send us comments or questions or any topic that you would like to talk about. And let's make it great. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.